I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There it goes. Um, Thanks, Tim. He's setting it up at the moment with one king and then the other two rooms have two singles, but we can you can just also just move them. Oh, I'm wearing these headphones and I can't hear anything. So Cool. I don't know if I can hear anything either, but, but I can kind of- see that... This, you can see yes. it, but it feels kind of nice to wear them. Does yeah. that make sense? It puts me in podcast zone. It puts me in podcast zone. I'm just going to take them off. Um, can the, I, y- yes. We leave for Melbourne tomorrow. Yes. And I need to hit you up because you, uh, I messaged you like the first thing I did this morning and you still haven't replied with your um, getting the works or not on your flight. <laughs> oh, yeah. I screenshotted it because the <laughs> message was so sad <laughs> I was like, it was just like <laughs> so funny about like getting a, a message cold yeah. from someone being going that says hey are you gonna get the works on the flight <laughs> or are you gonna have breakfast before we go <laughs> it's like the saddest thing um here's okay so here's the deal I will definitely eat before I get on the plane because I will just be hungry and we've got time to kill on the plane. And when I'm in an airport, I'm just like, what can I eat? That's yes. like usually my vibe. But then when I'm on the plane, I get jealous of people who have the works. Well, the works is only $20. And I'm like, can I justify that? Is it worth it? But then it's a shit meal. <sighs> yes. But you also get movies. Oh, with that. Mm-hmm. But you can also just buy the movies, right? For $10. <laughs> this, this is an this, ad for Air New Zealand. <laughs> this, week's, um, this week's episode of The Male Gaze is sponsored by Air New Zealand. Anyway, I was wondering. And then I was also like, should I check in now? Or if we check in tomorrow, will they seat us together? Because we didn't know. Listeners, we didn't know we were on the same so, flight. So that's how well we know each other. <laughs> that just goes to show how we deal with stuff, right? Yeah. Privately. But I feel like we booked opposite each other on a table and then... Did we? Like, on a table. We were at the office and we were like, had like laptops opposite each other. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, we should book these flights. But then I don't think we confirmed we'd booked the same flights. True. Let's check in together because we've got to check in anyway with bags. Yeah. So for anyone who wants to stalk us, we'll be checking in. If you want about, to see us off. <laughs> so 6.30 a.m. tomorrow morning, um, probably before this podcast is released to the public. <laughs> <laughs> but... More importantly, we're going to Melbourne for the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Whoa, we're both doing solo shows and we're doing a live male gaze show. Yeah, so we're really excited about that. And we'll be recording the episodes from Melbourne. So yeah. if you hear, like, start hearing accents, like, an accent. then it's, you'll know why. Yeah, it's because we're, like, over there. We're getting into the oh, culture. I'm going to have a different accent when I'm over on, in Brizzy, on Melbourne. Oh, Brizzy? Brizzy. Oh, my God, I'm having <laughs> an actual stroke. Um, I was in Dunedin last night. I had to get up at quarter to five this morning this this is what i'm working on woke up at quarter to five did not have breakfast felt sick got on the plane should have got the works no it was domestic flight true uh, and they should they, do the works on they, domestic they flights. used to huh yeah i think so you used to be able to get like a meal for like a 45 minute flight yeah i'm sure and i think maybe you could as well conspiracy Cons- i feel like it used to be a thing they're like this is ridiculous no one's hungry at that time um mm eat before you get on the plane i feel like snack options at the airport are just getting better and better and better anyway i had drove back from the airport got a couple of pastries lie lay down at home for a bit mm-hmm. 
ate those, had a coffee. I think that's all I've eaten today. Really? I feel. Oh, no. No, I had a chicken. I had a classic lunch. Rotisserie chicken from the supermarket. Cheese buns. Lettuce. Mayo. Wow. It's classic, huh? That is classic. I get that so much. I, I get love the that. Asian slaw and then I mix the chicken in and Ooh, the sesame sauce in. Gorgeous. And the weird little crispy bits. Who knows what the crispy bits are? Yeah, they're like crackers. Yeah. Not, it's not bread. It's like crackers. It's like bougie mix without the flavor. Totally. Anyway. Enough chat. Cue <laughs> intro. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. It's not a face. It's the mail game. They're both mail, and they're both gay. The mail game. And welcome along to this week's episode of the mail game. My name's Chris. And my name's Eli. And we're both gay guys who hang out and just happen to be friends. And we just shoot the breeze. And that's what we're doing today <laughs> for you. This is like a recap. It's like catching people up. I wonder if anyone's like yeah. just jumped in. If you do even for this episode for the very first time, Welcome. let me tell you. We don't remember what we've said. So you're not going to like, there's got, not going to be any references to anything we've done before. Because my memory is literally a sieve. And I don't know what stories I've told. Do you think there's a through line of this podcast? Uh, Yes. Yes. What do you reckon it is? <laughs> um, Will they, won't they? It's not that. It's not that. If they definitely won't, that's the answer to that. There was a while, like, I feel like maybe for the first... Uh, not quite the first... There was, like, three months maybe early on where I was, like, briefly single. Maybe that was when I was, like... Oh, yeah. You know, it was a real, like, whoa. How long were you single life? for? About six months. Wow. Yeah. That's actually not that long. It's too quick. I'm going to take my headphones off as well. This is um, great. So people who aren't in this room right now, basically we were both wearing <laughs> headphones before and we realized they weren't plugged into anything. Yeah, but then we, we felt weird. Take, I'm, I'm readjusting to doing uh, a, head, a podcast without headphones on, but I'm kind of loving it. Yeah, I feel free and fun and ready. Almost like the single me that used to do this podcast. So you were single for six months. Mm, and I was dread- dreadful. I reckon just like... You are a party boy. I was a party boy. And also, when it was like, when I was horny, yeah, I was relentless. In terms of like going on grinder and trying to like catch a fish. I would be like, someone would send me like one photo of them looking nice by the river or something. And I'd be like, like oh, let's do this. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I, a, oh, I had actually, I actually wrote down something about grinder in our Google Doc. Oh, yeah. Um, Which I haven't opened today oh uh, no it's not about grinder well then we're not talking about it cool um <laughs> i <laughs> oh they celebrated their 10th anniversary party the other day though grinder yeah 10 years congratulations Can 10 you... years wow yeah 10 years i'm just trying to think of like what that means for me how long have i been gay for <laughs> how long have i been out for five seven fuck we should have a party for the 10 year anniversary of us being gay. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be me. Mm, I first told, told someone August 2010. So, August 2011. Would be one year. Yeah. What? 2010 no. to 2011. Oh, 20, 20, 2021. 
No, 22. No, August this year? Oh, my God. No, three. It's 2019. Oh, my God. I don't know when or where or why. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Do you know what I really enjoyed? It was just you being fucking dumb for, like, just a couple of minutes. Because you're so smart. Oh, my God. I truly feel like the wires of my brain just, like, disconnected. Like, the train going through my brain fell off the rails. <laughs> Tumbled into the snow. Uh, oh, my God. Fuck, we're dumb. That was incredible. <sighs> I came out in 2010, and so my anniversary will be in 2011. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, people don't come here for math. And if you did, wrong, wrong podcast. podcast. But keep listening and reviewing. We've, we've got a new podcast coming out called Gays Do Math. Yeah, and which it is, is not Gays Do Meth, which is a. We also have that. Uh, we podcast. have that podcast as well. And it is we tried meth full once. On. We tried meth once, and um, I just pull out all my teeth. Yeah, actually, to be honest, if you listen back to last week's episode. That we could be. Yeah, we. Sp- it's like topic, 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 topic. Each topic, 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 topic is a new spiral. Topic. Yeah. Like it felt like it was like a sugar rush. Yeah, you can't be all highs. You know, sometimes there's got to be some low episodes. Yeah, um, that's the journey of us. What was we I started saying? bright and but bushy tailed, and now we're depressed. What are we talking about? Grinder about? I don't know how long I've been gay for. I think I must have come out in two thousand. Oh god, I'm really jumping around. I must have come out in two thousand and eleven. No, 12. Oh, end of 11. End of 11. Tom, you last... told me in 12, for sure. Yeah. I mean, my coming up process was slow, but mm. I broke up with my girlfriend at the end of drama school in 2011. Wow. That's the year I graduated. So November, you know, that November, yeah, December era it's, it's time. It's like Christmas, eh? Mm, and then I felt it... like I should have really flung myself into it, but instead I just like went to... Christchurch and home and was just like keep it a secret the first like four or five months that I was like out to you know a few friends I was like I look back and I'm like what was I doing <laughs> I think because I don't think the, yeah, this was like 2010 so I guess Grind was only a year old so that kind of like automatic like your gay you should go on Grindr thing maybe didn't exist so much when I first came out I remember um, an, a gay friend uh, acquaintance was like hey I hear through the network that you've come out. Congrats, man. Here's some tips. If you're looking for a guy, NZ Dating. It's the number one destination. Yeah. There's this new app called Grinder. You could give that a go. And I was like, that is strictly sex. And I remember it was like, I'm... It wasn't that I was like afraid of gay sex. I was just like afraid of sex full stop. You know, like yeah. I was like, oh, I'm too much of a um, frigid boy for that. Frigid was like the number one insult. When I was at high school, like someone was like, "Are you frigid, man?" Or to like other high- boys, or I always thought that was a uh, insult that like girls used at each other. I remember, or maybe it was at intermediate school. Or boys used at girls. Actually. No, it was Probably intermediate more. school. Yeah, I was like so scared of being called frigid. I was like, really? "I'd kiss someone. I'm not frigid. I'm not frigid. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to cook." Uh, I yeah, my friend had met his previous partner, the, the friend that I told, who was kind of like, "Show me the ropes." Had met not his. Current Bo, who he's now married to, but previous boyfriends on NZ Dating. And so a couple of times mm. I like started a profile and then I was like, mm, no. But it's <laughs> wild. I don't know. I think I was also scared of working out the ins and outs of going in and out of yeah. someone's butthole with a stranger. You know, I was like, I want to do it with. I had, because when the first time I had 
penetrative sex, I topped. Congrats. <laughs> Thanks. You and mentioned. then there was another time, I think, where I must have topped. And then, I, like, no. No. I tell a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I bottomed twice. I feel like most people lose their gay virginity bottoming. Mm. I feel like that's the case anyway Because it's like you want to experience the butt Anyway I bottomed twice Also I think because tops are probably more like uh, Knowledgeable And like motivated to like seek you out And be like I'll take care of you Oh boy Um, (laughs) Well no so Actually it would have been like two or three guys that I had bottomed with And then I was like nervous About topping Wow, and I was like, I felt like again that was like a barrier or an obstacle to sort of breakthrough. Was like, I was like, oh god, I don't know if I'm going to be any. I don't know the ins and outs of like topping someone, yeah. which was so. That's so crazy. Because you think it's the more simple one, but then it can be. But I felt like it was more, more vulnerable in that position because I was like, I need to look like I know what I'm doing here. Yeah, true. <laughs> I've never topped someone before. Like it's such a weird thing to confess to someone. I the first time I had full penny, I bottomed and it was because of like i had kind of like another mentor in my life who basically was like you're gonna be a bottom like to me which i looking back and i'm like wrong advice wrong advice and <laughs> fuck you yeah but so then i like bottomed for this kind i of- top like once a month thank you <laughs> <laughs> I, um, every fourth time i have sex i, I top, top. <laughs> i top and i last upwards of 45 seconds um but the first time I it was with like kind of an older guy and then I just I can remember I, like, so, I know who this is yeah. and a total read that you called him an older guy <laughs> no you're thinking of no you're thinking of someone else oh this is this is the first time I had penetrative sex I never had penetrative sex oh. you're thinking about just mouth stuff honey but oh this guy who I think you would know if I showed you a picture you'd be like okay because you know Crutchet has you know, five guys at that point. <laughs> I want to know who that is. Um. Anyway, I remember because just because I've been told that I should, so I remember being like, "Do you want to fuck me? Like, <laughs> do you want to fuck, fuck me?" Uh. So cautiously, and then he just had like a full kit set of things. So I was just kind of like lying back while he kind of got it ready, and he used a spray, which I maybe have talked about before. It's a spray that makes your butt numb, so that's easy the first time, and it was crazy and then because then what i felt was whack it made that area numb to a certain point so for starters it was like i couldn't really feel much but then it was only numb to a certain point so it was like i just feel like the end of his dick like deep in me but the rest was like numb and then i was like i hate this and then to be honest i didn't really do it very much until the end of 2016 which coincidentally uh after Trump's election. Oh. <laughs> oh, and then you had aggressive sex. I uh, like you were like, I had aggressive sex. Yeah. Once, you know, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like consensual aggressive sex. I had some, uh, you had some, some nice times. I, I'm thinking about now about my journey and I'm like, oh my God, I was like so clueless and like careful and trivial, like, mm. uh, like nervous about it all. And now I'm like, I'm such a dirty slut. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Like, well, I've come leaps and bounds. Yeah, me too. Me too. Especially in terms of, like, saying what I want when I want it. <laughs> I want you to do this quick, and I, I want to be over within 45 seconds. <laughs> I want to do 45 seconds of topping and then a lot of cuddling. Let's do it, bitch. <laughs> I want to be on my phone, and in one minute. 
Um, Do you, you feel like that, the, the, the time between post sex before I feel like it's like a game of chicken like who's gonna pick up their phone first <laughs> yes, after and, sex you're like who's yeah it's like who's kind of who's more committed to this yeah, like moment this intimacy and you're like cause isn't that when you're most, meant to be like most honest with each other like I know that I've had like fights or like important discussions post sex really but more now but these days a lot of um Kind of cuddling, rolling over Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> God, Instagram is truly, truly the number one app, isn't yeah. it? Like, it has been for Congra- a while. And I want to say congratulations. Congratulations, yeah. When you started, I thought, hmm, this will be huge. And you are. But I, I was always like, this is a huge app. But yeah. now I'm like, this is a huge app. Like, everything is running through it now. Yeah. Like, promotion, like... Ads, shopping, like everything is done through Instagram. And people forge full careers on it. Yeah. Which is, yeah, maybe I should Graham more because you can't really forge a career on Twitter, can you? I suppose some people get hired to write for their tweets, but. Yeah, Twitter's sort of sad now. It is sad. Um, Do you have a fact of the gay? I do. First of all, the app that I was talking about. Oh, yes. It's an app that Google refuses to remove, which is an ex gay app. Wow. Called something like Hope and Faith and Love or some shit. Hope like and that. Misery. <laughs> but it's like, if you can't make it, if you can't make it to gay conversion camp, they had this app to download to like help you. So what? That you can convert it. yourself? Yes. You can. What the? You can if? gay convert yourself using this app. Um, and there was this guy, I think, that like publicly spoke out as like in the advertising for it. And now, you know, a few years later, has been like, no, no, no. That was bullshit. I'm sorry for doing that. And the app's still available for to download. Well, most stores, like Apple has uh, deleted it and um, whoever else has an app store. But Google... And whatever fucking bullshit Android phones get their apps from. Well, I guess they have it on Google App Store, right? Oh. So it's still up on Google App Store. People are trying Another to Another reason it not to go Android. Yeah. Also, because your texts look green. Yeah, fuck. And your emojis are dumb. Dumb. And the phones are just uglier. What is the... What is the horniest emoji? The purple devil. Yeah. I've got a friend. We've got a friend who uses it in text all the time. Oh, I know who you're talking about. I live with him. Yeah. (laughs) And it shocks me to my core every time I see it. And you're like, do you want to get coffee? And it'd be like, devil face smile. Yes. And you're like, I I literally am like, (gasps) and I have to like put my phone down when I see it. He will definitely as well. And most of the group chats that I'm in that he is a part of post his grinder photos like in the chat. That's great. like, (laughs) Like as an ambush. I love that. It's a yeah, power move. It's full on. Um, and it was funny. And he's got, you know, he's got power to him. <laughs> that's, that's self-empowerment. Um, did you know that? Okay. So a, the fact of the case is a bullshit app out there. I wonder how many bullshit apps there are out there. That wasn't actually going to be the fact of the oh, game, but just, it can be. That's, that's a, a tip for your yeah, pleasure. Yeah, there's plenty of bullshit apps. I'm sure there's like... So we're both on CoStar right now, um, which sounds like... I think we're both on Sounds like a talent agency. <laughs> yeah, if you want to hire us. No, CoStar is a star sign app. It's got a beautiful interface. I really love yeah, the way it looks. Lovely interface. The pictures are beautiful. You can add your friends, see how compatible you are. It has, I will say, one of the great, one of the things that I really hold against it every day that I have power and sex and love. I do not have sex. And then every day I've got trouble in sex and love. I have fucking sex. Because... Because star We're signs... we about this. Star signs are just fucking stars. They're not real. It's not real. <laughs> They're not real. Um, the fact of the guy that I was going to talk about is how uh, 
most of the sex that giraffes have uh, is gay sex. Go on. Gay male giraffes, they neck each other. They do a battle where they kind of wrap each other's necks around and have a little bit of fight. And more, more often than not, uh, it's followed by f- anal sex. Uh, giraffes not- are gay. Yeah, it's kind of like the winner of the fight then uh, gets to top. Um, uh, That's how it works in my household. Yeah. <laughs> the winner of the fight gets to top. Paper, scissors, rock. Yeah. Uh, nah. I, I mean... There should be an app. I wonder if there are gi- giraffes. <laughs> we started two, <laughs> two, two different giraffes. topics at once. We're on meth again, guys. You go you, I'll go me. Okay. Well, I wonder if there are any giraffes who like purposefully lose because they do like to bot. Uh, Can like, we call it bot? I bot. think that's cute. Bot. Like, like your botty. Like, I want a bot tonight. It sits in a weird territory for me around, like, kid language. Mm. In the same way when, like, we use the term daddy. Yeah. Okay. I'm still going to make it happen. Bot. Yeah. I feel like you say to a little kid, like, I'm going to, let's sort out your, you know, change your nappy and clean your bot. You'd say botty, though, wouldn't you? Well, yeah, maybe. Let me just be. I want to be tonight. Yeah, I like be. Do you want to be your tea? Well, here's my app idea. Okay. Like a something that indicates that night. Like, it's like you go like, do I want to have... Well, I've heard of this app, right, where basically you can pick up your phone and you can... It goes like, I want to have sex. Like, mm-hmm. you press like a button or whatever. And then if they press it as well that day, then like it connects you together. And it's like, you both want to have sex tonight. Um, Is this a couple's app? Yes. Does that mean sex? I thought that was just like how you hold hands over a distance. What? What yeah. is that? Oh no, no. This is another app. Okay, I don't know. Okay, There's okay, someone, okay, another okay. people tell me about this, but I know that I know that um, yeah, yeah, yeah. couples app. Oh, so this is like—is this for if you want to fuck your friends, or is it for no? If you want to f- have sex with your partner, okay, cool. It's not about fucking your friends. <laughs> I if this you meant- is why you want to fuck your friends. <laughs> that like you touch it and then you find out if they are also touching it but if they don't um touch it then I, they don't find out that you were touching I've it i've kind of forgotten how this worked because yeah. i'm and now i'm sort of trying to work out the new app in my brain All at the right. same time but basically this is how i think this app should work okay so yes. throughout the day you can at any point be like i want to have sex tonight yeah and then if both of you do that at some point through the day, then it will send a notification to each other that it's like you both want a bone. Yeah. But if only one person does it, then that other person won't get the message. So that way you're not like throwing yourself out there and then being like mm. shut down because no one really likes that. The next part of the app is you get to choose like your preference if you want a top or bottom. Oh, wow. And then it's like it sorts it out for you. So then when you go in for the sex, you already know the positions. This is good. This reminds me of... So today... My boyfriend was telling me about um, when he chooses his placement at university. It's like the people you kind of like choose which university you want to be placed at. Your top three universities, and you meet all the other you meet all the university people, and then they choose their top three students. And then it's like if you align, you kind of get lined up and you get that placement. Mm. Which also reminded me of RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars One when they flip the photo of the person they want to be on their teams, and then if their teams match up, yes, they go on I a team love with them. that. Yes, yeah. That's how, maybe every sec, uh, same like male ugh, gay sex like encounter should have like photo flipping. Yeah, <laughs> and the photos of your dick or your butthole. 
I love that. <laughs> I think it'd be you just have tokens in your hands and then you have to reveal them on three. Do you think you'd want to know that though? Or do you think it's kind of nice to like work it adapt out? Adapt in the moment. Sometimes, but then I'm like, I feel like if you're going to bottom, sometimes you need to prepare for that. Yeah. In a way that is like, if you've both decided to prepare for that and then you're, you're like, like one person's waste. like, well, I've, what a waste. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, I don't know that I feel like some of my best experiences, both teeing and being, both toddy and body, <laughs> have hot been. totties or or <laughs> cute bodies, hot totties or little bodies. Uh, oh god, oh, I'm sorry, god. but I feel like sometimes when I've like gone into the encounter thinking I want to do one thing and then mm. negotiated with my boyfriend who's going to be doing what, I feel like like sometimes when it's the surprise. Mm. You end up doing like mm. I do like being caught. I think okay. I like either, and that's a terrible answer. But I do like being surprised. But I also like knowing what I'm in for and feeling mm. safe within those restrictions. Yeah. So I guess it's about finding out what works well for you, listeners. Um, and you know, beginning to understand that and communicating that to those people that you are having these sexual encounters with. Yeah, so whether you are a hot toddy or a little body... Um, Please, you need-, <laughs> you need to basically <laughs> ban the term little body from entering this room. I'm going to hack all gay dating apps so that it's <laughs> when people choose their role. Oh, I guess they do it on Grindr. Yeah, it says people- that. Yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Oh, okay. So, Friday night. Picture this. I'm hosting Late and Live at the Classic. I'm seeing it. Sitting in front row are four people. I asked them how they met, what, where they were from. Because they were, clearly came together and they were wearing kind of steampunk esque outfits. And I was like, what's this vibe? And they said, we met during a sex cult. Everyone had a laugh. I was like, ah, ha, ha, very funny. And I was like, how did you really meet? And then they said, no, for real. Not a full sex, sex cult, but they met on a website called FetLife. Fet, short for fetish. fetish. Oh, this is an online okay. community. If you go to their website, because then like as part of the show, like, every time I came out between the acts, I was asking them questions while I like set up my profile, which I never started, but because um, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm in a happy monogamous relationship. But That's honestly so brave to say. Yeah, thank you so much. But. It was really fun to set it up because they, um, so you choose like gender, sexual orientation, and they've got plenty of, of options for both of those things. Then they also have role. And now this has got like 50 different roles. So you start with like dominant, submissive, and then like kind of the verse one. I was like, <laughs> <"Pesag."> <laughs> <laughs> But then there's like, um, there's like a, uh, like, it's like master servant. And then there's one called Kaiju which is, I think, the Japanese version of Master. Okay. And then the, my... Okay, the ones I had the most interest in was uh, they had... Pokemaster kind of... and, and Pokemon. <laughs> you fucking nerd. <laughs> Honestly, imagine. 
I've been to that. Get in a little bowl, ball, and then they release you. <laughs> you come out of the ball, <laughs> and you evolve into, into you, the I don't top. think you want to imagine Pokemasters fucking their Pokemon. It's more like Pokemasters fucking other Pokemasters, right? Yeah, I guess so. But then, have you ever seen the Pokemon Machamp? It's like a fucking ripped dude with four <laughs> arms. All Pokemon are gay, eh? Yeah, fuck They're this all queer. Gay. They're all of them. Even the, yeah, because even the ones that look muscly are hairless. Uh, but it's just like, why are we inflicting, like, that they're straight anyway? Like, they're all queer and they're all, like, gender non-conforming, like, yeah. imaginative, creative, beautiful creatures. It's like, we, they don't have to be... Well, it's just so weird. It was like that one's a boy and that one's a girl. Yeah, it's so weird, right? That was honestly so beautiful to hear you say that. Thank you. <laughs> uh, my favorite, apart from Mister Mime, who can get get in the bed. Mister Mime is a fucking honestly though. He was one of my first favorites when I was like ten. I was like, he's uncle. He's I reckon he's problematic in the pokey community. Yeah, well, you know who's problematic? Jinx, who's kind of his counterpart. She's the girl who like. They literally designed to look like a black stereotypical woman. And then they, oh. in later generations, changed it. So her skin is purple instead of... Oh. And initially it was like black, big oh. red lips. It's horrific. Oh my God. Horrific. Um, but they've kind of erased that part of her. Uh, <laughs> it never happened. The sexual roles that I thought sounded most interesting was like... <laughs> there was five So they grouped the things That were kind of like s- Similar in the same world So there was like furries And then there was Some other ones like furries But then there was one That was like The roles were You said What? There were furries And then there were Smaller ones also furries There was furries And other ones Similar to furries So like Oh Dress like up as animals one. Furries, fluffies um, Strappies Sporties babies. Sporties Spicies <laughs> Gingies So the ones that I thought Sounded most interesting They were all one silver words It was like Brat Slut Doll Toy Okay And I was like What's a brat? Yeah <laughs> I asked them after the shot I was like What is a brat? What does that mean? And it's someone who is like Sort of like submissive But disobedient What? <laughs> oh I like that I was like Cool I could absolutely I'm be a in brat for some kink education Yeah Yeah We should get a kink expert in I would love that If you are a kink expert uh, or you know a kink expert, get in touch. Come have a chat to us. I think I generally like to be in a more submissive situation uh, because mm. I, and this is like really indulgent and very stupidly like millennial, like I feel so stressed by everything and like yeah. having to organize everything that I'm like, I don't want to take care of this. Yeah. That's why, yeah. That's yeah why I think anyone born after 1990 is like, I want to be submissive. I want to lie back. That's why, yeah, I think whenever I am dominant in my head, my like mental mantra, what's going on in my head is being like, whoa, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> if only I was like this with my work. Yeah, it feels like like when I've been able to build a set of drawers, you know? I'm like, wow. Dom your career. <laughs> um, I've wrote down a queen of the week as well. Great. I tell you who is not the queen of the week. Yeah. Barbara fucking Streisand. Chris, I was heartbroken. Yikes. I saw that. Yikes. I DM'd you immediately. So I know. Sorry Lots of people loss. messaged me being like, have you seen this? And I was like, I have, I have, I have. Oh. No one over 65 should be given the right to like say anything publicly. Yeah. Um, is what really is like, she's, I mean, she is your problematic 
great aunt Barbara yeah she is I don't like by any means am apologizing for her I think what a terrible statement and what an idiotic woman to like it's just a terrible thing to say and like her backtracking was still not big enough if you're not up on the play she spoke out about the MJ uh, accusers said they were thrilled to be there and said that Basically was his like... His sexual needs were his sexual, his sexual needs. needs. Yeah. His kink. I was like, I listen, there ain't no kink subcategory that's like kids. Oh my God. It's so bad. Uh, and he said that, oh, they're all fine now because they're all married with kids. It's like, no, absolutely not. Years and years of therapy. Yeah. They're literally sitting in this documentary right now. You cannot excuse this behavior. No, it's unacceptable. It's awful. Uh, oh also, Diana God. Ross, similarly. <sighs> Again, someone just over 69 who shouldn't yeah. be fucking tweeting. Yeah. Or messaging or doing any public statement. Here's my Queens of the Week. Oh, yeah, great. Adele and Jennifer Lawrence, who hit pieces a gay club in Greenwich, New York. I Greenwich Village? Video. Is that what it's called? Yeah. They're having so much fun. Just I was like. <laughs> couple of ladies. A couple of straight hanging out women in the gay club. Taking all the attention at a gay bar. I saw that video. There's a video so I was circulating online, right? On Twitter. Of them, There's like, a few, yeah. Is there a, a few? A bunch of people that shared different experiences. So they went out for a night, did they? And then went to yeah. a gay club and then like got a bit wasted and got a bit, had a bit of fun. Played drinking games, rolled around on the floor, had wrestled. Adele got involved in the show. They did like a game show. And then uh, the video that I, that is the then most did, incredible. Did, then did she sing? No, no singing. No <sighs> performing. They were off, you know, they're off the clock. I feel like you could give back to the community by singing... Oh, her yeah. songs are really straight. Well, I feel like Adele gets so nervous about performing, even now and even in that circumstance that I'm, you know, anytime she doesn't have to, I'm like, good, good on you. What is Adele's gayest track? Um, oh, she looks very gay in the Chasing Pavements video. <laughs> With her thick eyeliner yeah, and, and her like short one hair and the coat. Has she got a ponytail? No, she's got short hair in it. Short hair. She's in the park. Should I give up? Or she's got like one long ponytail and she's like mm. young, young Adele. I can't, I've got to ha- look this up. I guess <laughs> Hello is probably like the one that lots of gays like meme. It's more. so camp. They're like, Hello. Yeah. It's me. Um, she went through such an incredible transformation. Incredible. I really loved... Uh, Someone like you is quite... Oh, yeah, I think you're right. She has got a ponytail, but it's kind of like... It almost looks pixie cut Wow, from the front. she honestly... Had, Adele had the biggest glow up. And the hello video, directed by fucking Xavier Dolan, no less. So it is the gayest... Um, it is the gayest song. There's the, the most amazing video is where a, dra- a drag queen is like, I think she's doing Jennifer Lawrence's makeup in the backstage area of the bar and she's complimenting her eyebrows. She says she's got the specific type of eyebrow which is very on trend right now. And then Adele goes yeah, that's why she's the face of fucking Dior. I love that so <gasps> much. Oh. What are they doing? They just... I guess when you're famous enough, you just do like one project a year, make like $4 million and then just like hang out for the rest of the year. Yeah, I think so. And that, and in the game show part, they kind of, they're like, and who are you? And she's like, Adele. Everyone goes crazy. And they're like, and what do you do? And she's like, I'm a stay at home mum. And I think that is the life that she's living. Oh, I'm loving that's it. amazing. So I love good. that. So much better than Barbara Streisand. Yeah. I guess Adele is easily one of the like she is an iconic star. You know, we were talking about that like a couple of podcasts yeah. ago of like, who are like iconic stars of our time. Timeless performers. 
do you think it's does it endear you more <laughs> to her that she is such a mess that like well she's not really a mess it's just that like she doesn't enjoy performing like yeah she but she feels naturally obligated. so good at it like her concert was incredible the singing was amazing and she basically did almost an hour of stand-up like yeah totally she's so naturally funny she just walks around in a big circle and like i feel like she just makes really elevated choices like her taste mm. level's really high i don't know what her house would look like but my hunch is you know a giant living room with one rug one couch, mm. a big fire, like kind of rich linens, French linens. I don't know if you're right. Do you think it's like... I wonder if she's like got a great stylist who puts together her going outlooks. I wonder if her home is quite homely. I think she's loving being a mum. I feel like toys are on the floor most most of the oh, time. Oh, there'd be toys and you can't deny having toys on the floor, but I feel like in terms of her aesthetic, like it, mm. I feel like she just have, it'd be very sparse, but like great design she's like literally only wears like a black dress yeah oh god she doesn't wear like clutter yeah she really is one of the one of the people i'd 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 really love to be friends with yes there are certain celebrities i don't know if i would want to be friends with ariana grande because i'd be like this is hectic i'm kind of not behaving like myself yes i when you watch the video of the like the donut looking iconic but i i like imagine being with that group of people i would be like what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? This I'd be so crazy. Yeah, I'd be this like, so I'm loose. mortified. Yeah, whereas Adele's kind of like, let's get a coffee, yeah. Let's get a tea, yeah. And I can imagine Adele being like, on board, let's go home. Yeah, at like 9.30 at a early. party. Always there's a party early. I think that might be like one of my signature moves now. It's just kind of like leaving a little bit early. Yeah. Just kind of going home. People are, anytime that I stay, past like 10 o'clock at any event, people... Uh, verbalize their surprise. <laughs> <laughs> what are like, you doing? Like, you're still out. Yeah, that is well, weird. It's weird when, um, when I remember when I was a student in Wellington and like I had a couple of flatmates who were getting really into pot and mm. uh, like they were always, they'd always go out to the deck and smoke up and we'd kind of be inside watching TV and then one day I went out with them and like got high with them and I was like, oh, you do this every... Like, nah, I had this, like, crazy yeah. surreal moment. I was like, "You, this is your experience of this house. It's like being out on this deck where I never am. Yeah. And you know, they, had, they had this, like, chart where they were, like, trying out all the synthetic cannabis and, like, trying it all out and, like, rating oh, and reviewing God. it. I know, crazy. <laughs> no. Um, and I tried some of the synthetic cannabis. <gasps> and I fucking, like, my head felt like my head was, like, literally going to spiral off my spine. I just, like, it was insane. You know, when I wrote this, um, I co-wrote this... Um, kids teen serious routines about like safe drugs it was like synthetic cameras was the number one no never like like more than meth they were like do not do it's, synthetic cannabis don't do it it's crazy it's crazy <laughs> i was hysterical I, I felt like my head overheated from like as well i was like a hot oh. head anyway i was like it's so wild that they've, they've been you know we've been living in the same under the same roof but you've had this completely entirely different experience mm. of life it's like people who Stay at parties longer. I'm like you. You always stay at the end of the party. Yeah, because I'm always the first to leave. Wow. And your experience is like what continued for the rest of the night. I've done it a couple of times recently. Like our, our friend Nick has been in town, and so like the other night at the basement, I stayed there till like one in the morning. Like, wow. Drink. And I was like, 
I get why people do this. <laughs> it's nice to be out of the house. It is nice. And I think, I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'll let loose in Melbourne a bit. I think so. Sometimes it's really nice to be reminded that like going out for a drink with someone is nice. I think <laughs> I think I need to That's be reminded. another tip that- for you listeners out there. <laughs> I think I need to be reminded that like you don't need to have like a huge meal or something. Like it doesn't need to be totally. about. It can be about because that's what's so nice about when people like do you want to go for a drink it means it's about the socializing yes because the it drink is, is never the thing it is always a meal at the moment it's, it's yeah, always it like is. should we go get dinner but it's like kind of hot to be like should we go get a wine let's just go hang out at a wine bar yeah that's crazy we're gonna do it in melbourne let's do it anyone any melbourne listeners you might see us about the rooftop <laughs> i love that like you're about to invite someone and you're like we're not extending our social groups no you got oh you can come no you can absolutely Honestly, you come, can come. And, and, but all you need to do is um tell every single one of your mother effing friends to, <laughs> to buy a to mother effing ticket to our shows <laughs> we both have so many and not to just sell. the podcast our other our shows solo shows our solo that shows that we will be doing every night <laughs> I'm and actually excited this has been an incredible it's like a really interesting experience like yeah. it feels like one of huge change for me yeah a little bit like I'm really kind of growing in myself slightly and I'm really I see that do you mm-hmm. though yeah really yeah someone said that I was in my power the other day wow and I was like a completely disagree with that statement but i definitely feel like every day i'm being confronted with the parts of myself i don't like head on like every morning i'm like i hate that side of myself and it's like i'm really wrestling with that yeah it's kind of an incredible exhausting experience wow i yeah like to get myself to do work i'm like come on chris stop being lazy stop being distracted like i have to like really empower myself to like focus that's what i want to do is cancel that energy out of my life cancel the like time you spend punishing yourself and encouraging yourself to do it and either decide to do it and do it or decide to relax and relax rather than those are why i have weekends now yes i'm constantly living in in, an in-between world where i'm like I give myself the weekend. Oh, that's so good. Chris. You can party in the weekend. We yeah. just hang out in the weekend and then you just allow yourself to like not beat yourself up for not being better, you know? Yeah. We're constantly doing that. But I also probably blame Instagram and Facebook and all that shit for that because yeah. it's like there's so much like be a better person like all the time on those socials that you're like, oh God, I do have to like focus on that and you just don't like get to kind of be a bit of a slob sometimes. Yeah, it's fully all right to be a slob. I love slob culture. Slob culture. Slob culture, <laughs> slob culture is back. <laughs> I identify, that's my, that's my tribe on uh, fitlife.com is slob. I'm a slob looking for a I brat. I want you to clean me up. <laughs> hey, we're going to end this podcast. Um, is that okay with you? Uh, well, it was sort of thrown at me, but no, no, it's perfect. We wanted to do last last week. We did an hour, and that was honestly crazy. It's crazy. Who do you think we are, David Attenborough? Like, it's- no, the only person who can sustain an hour <laughs> is David Attenborough. We're not um, talking about animals. We're just talking about ourselves. I just want to do a lovely shout out to everyone who has. I started a uh, vendetta. I don't know a mission to get more reviews on our iTunes account, mm. and honestly. 
You've come through. Yes. About 20 or 30 extra people have given us a, a star rating. We've got some lovely reviews. One here from Dan and friends. Love you guys so much. Much. Please make this a daily podcast. It brings me so much joy. Absolutely we not happening. not You're out of your that. fucking mind. We cannot mind. do this every day. That's crazy. Who do you think crazy. you are? That's not wild. We every are Every day? We're both Every slops. day? You're a menace. We no, would we have love nothing you. to say. I don't know what it would be. It would be a really crazy experience. Insane. I'm the fourth day in If we're doing that, it's clear to everyone we're at rock bottom. We're at rock bottom. If this ever becomes a daily podcast, you're like, they've stop finally us. run out of money. There's another one here from Jojo8880, and the review says, Honestly, love spending brackets, insert podcast length here, which seems like shade, uh, with yeah, you every that. week. Feels like a couple of mates having afternoon beers. Which is crazy because that's so hit. I love it. Yeah, and we then also it says, never socialize. And then it says hashtag sneadhead. So um. okay, <laughs> maybe they meant the wrong podcast. Yeah, maybe they did. Maybe they did. Oh, one other beautiful one. This is by Lita Sends It says, "Is this podcast amazing or is the world full of trash?" Both. Yeah. <laughs> the answer is both. I love that we ended the podcast on us reading nice things about ourselves. Oh, I know. You know, you they do. You treat they did. yourself. You should, you should know that when you write those reviews, where it honestly makes me smile and brings a joy to my heart. And, uh, oh. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. And a little bit on. I'm the opposite. Yeah. Chris doesn't like hearing them. No, I do. I love hearing nice things about That's me. So good. Um, so, in our final messages, you can go to lilyempire.pod. <laughs> You can go to lilyempirepodcast.com forward slash live and it has the live shows, all the live shows that we're doing in Melbourne, Sydney, Auckland, Wellington, Sydney. everywhere. I'm doing Sydney, baby. Oh, great. Catch up. Catch up. I'm going to go to the opera Catch house. up. Uh, <laughs> yum. <laughs> uh, and please, yeah, please come to the shows. opera house. No, I'm not performing at the opera oh. house. I was just saying an iconic Sydney thing. Uh, the Sky Tower. Is this any of a Sky Tower? No. Have I been to the world? <laughs> yeah. Have you spent much time in Sydney? No. That's nice. Did one trip there when I was like 11. I, we can't get into this. No, we can't. This is, there are no more stories. The Sydney this- tales will be in the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into it. If we had a daily podcast, uh, we'll get well, into we that. Well, we absolutely unpack that. Uh, okay. Well, um, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. And of course, a huge shout out to Air New Zealand for sponsoring this episode of the Mail They did not sponsor it. They, we, they will. If they though, want to. If you tweet them, they will. If anyone... Works for New Zealand and can upgrade us to the works for tomorrow. Eli <laughs> is starving for some chive scrambled eggs. Yeah, and I want to watch The Greatest Showman. <laughs> oh, what am I going to watch? I'm going to watch a movie on the plane. <laughs> I love watching movies on the plane, you guys. Okay, well, stay stay true. What, what were our lessons? We should kind of end this with like a kind of moral note. Like, I guess, stop beating yourself up, guys. Yeah. It's cool to have a drink with friends. If you're a little body or a big toddy. A hot toddy. And yeah, get to know your kinks. Oh, that's right. It was like, get to know if you're into like planning or um, being surprised. Yeah. But I guess that comes under this umbrella of like, this this month, figure out your kinks. Surprise me. Confirm those kinks. Hashtag confirm those kinks. Yeah, I like that. Get it trending. (laughs) my new brand is is getting too old for things and like trying it but like trying to still get it trending can we get it trending people i don't think do you know what i don't think i've been a part of anything that's trended and that's the end of the podcast (laughs) we'll see you later no i can't believe it's the last word of the podcast (laughs) 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.